Hi, my name is Tracy Cook and I am with two professional network marketers and we have Nikki and Graham tonight here with us. And I want to share with you about the power of yes, how network marketing creates dream lives. Yes, the book that has just been released is an Amazon number one bestseller. And you will find Nikki and Graham on page 65 and their chapter heading. Listen to this, guys, because this is powerful. Accidentally intentional, how we took back control. Wow. Welcome, Nikki and Graham. How are you? Really well. Thank yeah, you for hi. having us. Oh, yeah. Absolute pleasure. How does it feel to be Amazon number one best-selling authors? <laughs> oh my goodness! Can't even begin. Unexpected. To, but yeah, never thought this would be anything. We, we would be yeah, we hoped, but yeah, and, and it was talk of it. What if? What if? But no, most amazing feeling ever. Well, it's very well deserving. And Graham, I read a line in both your chapter, and it's you speaking. And I'm just going to share this one line. And if you could share with us, kind of a little bit of the meaning behind that and your story in the chapter and what led you up to write that and um, we'll connect people to be able to purchase the book through you guys as well. And this to me really stood out. It was really powerful and just letting people, your story to me um, and, and my husband read it as well, He's, it's, so, it's so real and it is real and you're real people and you are the epitome of network marketers. And this line, I think, just encompasses your whole chapter. And it says, Graham, it broke my heart to watch Nikki leave the house every morning, often in tears because of the exhaustion of managing a full-time teaching job and taking care of our family. And my voice quivers just even saying that because so many families could so relate to that and are possibly going through the same circumstances. Guys, can you take us through how you actually yeah. got to that point? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm 48 years old um, and we have a big family. We have six children and my children have never, ever, until about 18 months ago, seen me anything other than poorly. Um, I have fibromyalgia. Um, I have uh, a weakness down the left side of my body, so a partial paralysis that they call a functional hemiparesis. Um, and it was just exhausting. It was just the, the, the pain, the fatigue, the not being able to do things was just exhausting. And Nikki, you took on the role of, of, um, of the, the main breadwinner in, in the home. And you know what, it's, for, for me, that was, that was contrary, it's against how I was brought up. You know, I was brought up in a home where dad went out to work all day and came home in the evening and, and, and mum, well, I mean, back then we could afford it, the mum was, was at home all day, you know, it was kind of thing. Um, but, you know, we, not only was Nikki then, you know, going out to work and, and, and teaching, um, which she'd done out of necessity rather than, I mean, you'd always wanted to be a teacher, yeah. but you'd but you get to a stage where she'd done it out of necessity for finance rather than, hey, I, you know, I've got a real love for, for teaching, which she does. Uh, anyway. <laughs> but um, so I would, I would lay, my day would be sort of, 
I would watch Nikki go after to school and it, it was hard. She well, was, actually, sometimes you'd, you'd be unaware that I had left. Yeah. Because I left so early. Yeah. And, and I would, and my day would literally be, you know, kind of struggling to get out of bed on a morning. I would drive the kids to school. They would get themselves out of the car, get themselves into school. And so, yeah, Nikki, everything came on Nikki. So when I came home, I didn't even say, right now it's my job to, you know, to, to, to clean the house and do the dinner and do the, I, I, I just didn't have, so, so Nikki was like, say, she was doing the full-time job and the full-time, yeah. you know, breadwinner, it's a housekeeper, housekeeper, that's wrong, housewife, housewife. <laughs> but that, this, and that was, that was important to me, like, to be with my children, and for the most part, you know, I had been with my children and hadn't raised them, but, you know, it, that was just really important, and I came home and I wasn't present, because yeah. I was preparing for the next day, so, and so that, that and, and all we could think I might and all we could think about is well how how many years are left till we retire like how many more years do I have to do this before we can then live the life we want and get a pension mm-hmm. and, and and that that was really where we were at we were at we could not see a way out what else do you do you know that, yeah. and that was kind of where we were at mm. So many families can so totally relate to that and I have fibromyalgia as well so I completely understand uh where you're coming from graham because it's um it's it's very challenging and like you said you know sometimes it's especially for for the blokes and it's somewhat of a generational thing and it's how we're brought up you know it's it's um it's very hard uh to be able to you know want to be able to do something and you just confined and um you just really challenged with those kind of circumstances so Oh, Nikki, share with us, please, because some parts in the chapter, and we won't reveal all because we want people to go out and buy your chapter, but some parts in your chapter you showed really full vulnerability with your feelings around, I want to change, but I don't know how to change. Talk us through some of that. I I felt trapped. I mean, if I'm honest, I, I did feel, feel trapped. In a job that I loved, and I had, my heart was in it. Like I did, and so when I was at work, I was in the zone, and I and I took care of my students. But I also felt guilty because I wasn't giving a hundred percent to my job, and as as much as I wanted to do. But I also wasn't there for my children, my children, the way I wanted to be. And I just felt completely trapped, and there was nothing. There was there literally was no way out. I couldn't just quit. I couldn't. I had I had an obligation. I had an obligation to my students. I, I was I'm teaching um like senior school, so children doing their exams and their college exams. So I you know I had obligations to them, and so I couldn't let them all down. But I was I felt like I was kind of ignoring my own children as well, and just felt I I, just, I can't. I, and there's no other word other than trapped. No way. How how do you get out of that? You know, so and, how and, did you get out of that? What caused you to pivot? What caused you to say enough is enough? Something has to change. Something's not working. I feel trapped. You know, um, my, my, my husband, you know, is, is, I would say, Graham, correct me if I'm wrong, feeling trapped as well. You know, yeah, um, where did would, you pivot? Yeah. What was the magical but, moment? You didn't get a well, choice, I, really. I always, I always joke about Graham being useless to me because I just, you know, like I was no help and he would suffer from brain frog, which would leave him unable to understand basic things sometimes. Um, to be honest with you, there, it, it was 
it was our company. It was somebody introducing us to a product that if it hadn't worked the way it did, we would have just dismissed it and carried on. But it, it kind of, it was almost like, I guess you could say like an electric shock where it just stops you in your tracks. It was all of a sudden from that moment, there was all this hope. There was this, there was the possibility when we were like, we have to get involved with this. We need to tell everybody. So many friends that with so many conditions, it's like, we have to get involved with this. And, and that it was the hope that it was an awakening almost, if you like. Really um, but if it wasn't for that, we'll be having a different kind of conversation now where you'd see a very tired, burnt out, exhausted, you know, and I wasn't heading on a good path, you know, around the same sort of time um, as this was all going on. I actually had a knee and had an injury at work and, um, and, and I had to take some time, take time for a, you know, mm. time for surgery. But at the time I was really emotionally vulnerable and started having some sort of therapy. Um, but it all kind of happened at that time. And I, but if it hadn't been that, that shock, that kickstart, that bolt of lightning out of the sky, if you like. And isn't it amazing when you actually are just open and you take a look at something and you just go, you know what? What's the worst that could happen if this doesn't work? What if it does actually work? And in your case, the product that you tried did work and it's changed everything. So how many yeah, other yeah. people are walking around not being open just to take a look? And that's exactly it. You know, for me, uh, 20 plus years of being of being ill, you can imagine the amount of people that say, you know, got this, got that, got everything else. So when somebody else came along with, I've got this, this is going to help. I had no hope. Well, that, that we are, we have been guilty of being closed. People have set, shoved a, 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 you know, an article under our nose. Have you read this? Did you know this? And then we've been like, yeah, 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 whatever. Uh, you know, because that's what you, you just like, you know, no, seriously, we're just, we're fine. But if we were all so much more open, <laughs> you know, we'd probably be a lot further down on our, you know, in our, okay. in the place we want to be than, than maybe we are. Yeah. Definitely. Wonderful. Because your journey now is just on momentum. You're number one best-selling authors. You've pivoted. You've, you've been open to an opportunity that's actually seen results changed your lives and Graham I believe you were walking with a walking stick your children grew up and only seen dad with a walking stick and now because you were yeah. you had the power of yes and you said some yes to something that potentially changed the whole trajectory not only of your family but heaps of other families as well what kind of feelings does that give do you know what? Actually, now I'm in a I'm in a much much better place um, psychologically, emotionally, and you know I, I needed I, I needed to go through some therapy myself just to to get my head around things. Um, I the funny thing about it was I'd lived with with ill health, and you know don't get me wrong I'm not healed, cured, or anything else. You know I still you know have fibromyalgia. I still have this weakness down my left side, but I've now got an access to this health that I never ever thought that I ever would have. You know, but the, the funny thing about it is I kind of went through a period where I mourned the loss of my ill health or, the, or how debilitating it was, which I found really, really strange um, because it, it started to become part of my identity. You know, um, people would say, oh, you know, Graham, he's the guy with the walking stick. Um, and it became who I was. And, and so to break out of that and go, actually, you know, I... Uh, yeah, I joked to somebody the other day that uh, that uh, this this product as um, this product's 
what did I say? Ruined this, your life. Yeah, this product's <laughs> ruined my life. And uh, they went, what? <laughs> you know? And I said, yeah, because, you know, before I wasn't able to, 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 uh, to help out around the home. I wasn't able to, you, you know. You said you had a sweet gig. I had a, yeah. A about. <laughs> <laughs> I had a genuine reason to just lie around and watch telly. Um, but it changed my life so much. I mean, to the state where I couldn't even hold and peel a potato. You know, I, I, I couldn't hold my hands above my head long enough to, to, to wash my hair without it being... Yeah, difficult and I think like you were saying like for, for a man I, I know it's to say you're all pride we all have you know feel pride but for a man that's you know like you say you're supposed to be a certain way and mm. it's difficult to accept that you can't be that way because and so you beat yourself up you know and that's what he's not he's he's almost he's been ill for 20 plus years but he's never accepted it ever he's always been like why 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 is this my life it wasn't you know? supposed to be this way yeah exactly i used to say a lot you know and there's a lot there's of a huge depression. mindset shift a huge oh, mindset nice. shift mm. oh yeah it's been it's, that's and i think actually that's the that's exactly it you know and i this this technology this this product that that we came across that's has had massive changes on my mind on my life it's it's meant that i can walk without a stick now it's meant that my fatigue has has gone so well i think gone but it's it, it's reduced so much my pain has reduced so much brain fog i, I haven't had it since since the day that I, that I started wearing this technology so it's it's changed and i thought that was they were the you know in speech marks miracle and it wasn't until afterwards that i realized actually no that's not the miracle the miracle is, and there's almost, I've got to be careful that I don't, have, that I don't um, dwell on the regret of this because I realized that for so many years, I could have done, not necessarily physically, but I could have done so much more with my life, you know, and, I, and, I'd, and I'd lost the opportunity. And it was, it, so the big miracle for me was, was that, that ability to realize, hey, I've had a, a mindset change here. Mindset is what it's absolutely all it's about. It's rooted. It's rooted in that because that that mm. I can't do it. I'm in pain. It's not supposed to be like this. It just feeds and feeds and feeds, and you get yourself deeper and deeper, and and understandably so because it's painful and it's not nice. But you know, I, but, yeah. But now I, I I I went through so many fun times and and great times and and opportunities holidays and 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 fun things with the kids that I wasted I didn't enjoy them because you know I wasn't able to you know run up and down places with the kids I wasn't able to take full advantage so I'd be miserable about or it or you'd go back for a nap or I'd go back for a nap you know, and, and, yeah, and, and we go and yeah. have the fun without him and yeah. things like that and so it's now it's all I've got is well I've got memories and I can look back at them but you know it's just a shame yeah you know, but yeah. going forward it's exciting so Nikki it must be absolutely exciting to have Graham back um with the family and contributing and and being part and the mindset shift and now you're on this powerful journey together as well so Nikki tell us a little bit about your plans for the future now what what kind of messages are you trying to spread into the world now what are the plans oh you know I think one of the biggest things is, is positivity and learning to take every situation and find the positive in it, find the good in it, right? So like in our situation, um, Graham couldn't do the things he wanted to do. He couldn't 
um, you know, we went through, we've gone through that, I don't have to repeat it, but, but he was there with our children through all of their like, like upbringing. He was there for their first everything. You know, how many dads get to, to do that? You know, there's a positive in that situation. There's so many good things we can take in that situation. So definitely positivity is one thing that I'm really, you know, trying to put out there in the world is to, to yeah, okay, it sucks. It might be rubbish, but there, there's going to be something. There's going to be a learning opportunity in there. And even when it feels like awful at the time, there's going to be some way of finding the positive. And even if it is the most awful experience you've ever been through, when you're through it, because you will get through it, there will be something you've learned, something you've gained it is to help you on your path as you go through life. So I think that's my kind of message going out there. I don't know what the future looks like, but <laughs> positivity for sure. And you know what? I, I Last week I was having a miserable week and I, and I was like, you know, but I did, I tried to practice those things, those positive, and it did help. Okay, I didn't cheer up straight away, but I got through the week and I, I managed to turn, you know, the positivity on, on things, you know, we're still human and we're still going to have ups and downs and life's still going to be rubbish, but yeah, we are negative. Well, okay. Well, we <laughs> don't have to be perfect. About... We just have to be slightly better than the day we were before, don't we? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Now, what kind of message would you like everyone to hear about the release of the book? And why they should actually invest in, in getting this book and purchasing this book, connecting with you to know where to get this book and all of the other 47 authors in the book. Because with 48 authors, it's a collaborative book. What message would you like the audience to know about why they should buy The Power of Yes and to read, especially um, page 65, your chapter as well? Our message is one of hope that we never thought we'd have. You know, we were absolutely bottom of the, at the bottom. We never thought that, and we'd accepted it. That was the thing, and that was the worst thing we could possibly do, was to accept that, hey, okay, this is it. Um, and so, so it is a message of hope. And you know what, this book is full of, of inspiring stories of, I mean, gosh, I think there's another thing in there, in there that I said, the one thing that I always said I would never ever do would join it was to join a network marketing company I just I was no I'm not going to do that that's you know I'm not going to do that um but but actually network marketing is it, well the book is more than about yeah. network marketing it's not just about that you know and and the, there is there is success for everybody to have don't you know I, I we, we agonized over what we were going to call it an accidentally intentional really kind of says where we are now it's you know we we had given up and accidentally we came across this technology this this company this this network marketing opportunity and we decided that from this point forward we will be intentional and that's why you know where you can get accidentally intentional.uk you'll you'll find our our site and and it's going to be it's it, it's a work in progress at the moment as a site but that's but where that's, you'll, you'll and this see is the what thing, we're doing. Yeah, and for other people, like we're, our, we all stumble, you know, unless you're driven when you come out the womb, right? We're all accidentally, intentionally following some path. And I think, you know, there's so many powerful stories in that book. And even if, you know, you don't resonate with our story or there's something for everybody in there. And actually, I've, you know, the chapters, I, I got to a certain point in the, in the book you know, myself reading all the chapters because you want to read it and take it on board. You don't just want to 
read it and put it down. This is something that you can pick up when you're not feeling great and you can go, someone else did that and look at how they overcome it. And there are so many stories of people overcoming some of the most awful experiences, you know, and you, you get, you know, you're, you think, oh, my life can be pretty bad or whatever, but you know, there's always somebody worse. There's always somebody suffering more. And I think that, you know, this is inspirational. This is feel good. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. If you're a human, there's a story in there for you to be inspired from. And I, you know, I'd love people to come along and, you know, go to our, our website and buy the book. But we've also got, you know, a video of Graham walking up and down the stairs with and without the tech. And you can you know, have an example of what he, you know, a snippet of what he was like. And it, you know, it's, and kind of get to know us a bit in that way. We're around, we have six kids, life is crazy. And, you know, we just, do you know what? We just want to be happy. We just want to be happy. And we want to try and, I'm not going to say teach, but I'm encourage, inspire other people to be happy too. And to that taking back control, like we just let our life carry on and with no control. No, I love that taking back control, accidentally intentional. What a yeah. great story. Now, everybody connect with Nikki and Graham. We're going to be sharing out their links. And uh, Graham mentioned the website as well. We'll be sharing the link to that and accidentally intentional. Nikki and Graham, please connect with them. They've got a fantastic story. These are real people, real stories that have said yes to the power of yes and how network marketing is creating dream lives. And if you're open to things, things will happen because things don't change unless you change. Thank you very much today. And I wish you all the best. And everybody, this is Nikki and Graham. Amazon number one, best-selling authors, the power of yes, the creating dream lives in network marketing. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you. you.